wonderful name of Jesus. We're so glad to have you join with us with our teach time. I'm, I'm glad that uh, to know that there are so many of you that are following and thank you for your feedback uh, even to us. I want us to continue today uh, on, we're going to be dealing with the gift of faith, but uh, just as a precursor, just to recap, yesterday we dealt with the gift of prophecy and there's so much when it comes to the gift of prophecy that it is, it's extensive. We know that the Bible says, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. He went on in 14 verse 4, and he says, he who prophesies edifies, exhorts, and to comfort men. So we know that the basis of prophecy is edification, exhortation, and comfort to all men. Then he goes on in Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 19. He says, do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Amen. So I want you to understand sometimes some of us have had negative experiences when it has come to the prophetic and, uh, and some of us have heard uh, different people's understanding of the prophetic and sometimes they have become confused and I know often when people are confused they would rather uh, prevent or rather stop and say we wouldn't have any part of this but the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter 5 do not quench the spirit I want to encourage you in your life do not quench the spirit uh, allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life and then it says do not despise prophecies. I believe that the Lord speaks to us through his prophetic words. I believe that they are true men and women of God that carries a prophetic grace and a prophetic mantle over their lives. And I believe that as you expose yourself to the dimension of the prophetic, you will see the, uh, the, the benefits of the Lord. The Bible says those that receives one a prophet in the name of the prophet would get a prophet's reward. What is the prophet's reward? The prophet's reward is a word in season. Amen. A word of the Lord in season in your life. And then the Bible says test. Test all things. That means test the prophecy. Hold fast to that which is good. Amen. This is important. It's a good way of you learning how to engage with the gift of prophecy. I want to go on today with the gift of faith. So we, we, we've heard of faith many times and we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen as spoken of or in, in, in Hebrews. But we know that the Bible speaks about that there are three kinds of faith, three kinds of supernatural faith. There's firstly the saving faith. Then secondly, there's the fruit of the Spirit called faith. And then thirdly is the gift of faith. Now I want to make the distinction because we need to understand on which level of faith we are operating on. Saving faith is in Acts chapter 16 verse 11 it says, Believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. So this is the salvation faith. This is the faith that when you come into the unity or come into the body of Christ, you are born again, you have what is called saving faith. Ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9 says, 
by grace you are saved through faith. That means when you believe on Jesus Christ and you confess your sins, it takes faith to believe on Jesus Christ. And that's what is called saving faith. And then Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, Saving faith comes to a man through the preaching of God's word. So when you receive salvation and you receive the word of God and you receive Christ as your personal savior, that is regarded as saving faith. Then you got the faith that comes as the fruit of the spirit. Now we understood, we spoke about it from, uh, from the book of John about abiding in the vine and having the fruit. And then Galatians speaks about the fruit of the spirit. And one of the fruit of the spirit is faith. Now, I said to you before that the fruit of the Spirit is for every believer. Right? And so once you are saved, we should be cultivating or nurturing or developing the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. This is as a result of our, our born-again experience, our walk with Jesus Christ. Faith as a fruit is brought to us and, and is processed through the, uh, it's built in us, sorry, we grow in it through the process of abiding in Christ. The result of abiding in Christ is that the fruit of the Spirit is developed with developing godly character. So that's the fruit of the Spirit. But the gift of faith, this is a God-given ability to confidently believe in God in crisis situations. Amen. So in this time, in the season that we are going through, and, and I pray that every believer understands that this is a season. That means the Bible says there are seasons to everything. And even this that the world is experiencing, this encounter that a world is experiencing as a result of the pandemic is a season. That means it's not the sum total of, of our lives. Because if you go back to the word of, uh, of God, the Bible says in the last day, uh, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. And it goes on to say, and there will be marriage and giving in marriage. And for a lot of people that canceled weddings and everything, the Bible says when Jesus is coming, everything will be going on. So he's speaking about that there will be associations, there will be a normalcy of life. So we're not saying that Jesus is coming right now. We have to understand that this is a season that we are going through and God is going to minister to us. But that's something else. The gift of faith is God's given ability to confidently believe in God in crisis situations. Now, in the, in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, it refers back to the book of Daniel, where Daniel is in the lion's den and the mouths of the lions are shut up. That means he's in a crisis situation. It's a life and death situation. And God shows up in the midst of that. He needed faith. He believed God that God will deliver him from this. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the fiery furnace. They, they said we believe that our God is with us. This is, this is the gift of faith. People ex exercising the gift of faith. Elijah on the Mount Carmel. When he calls fire from heaven and he begins to challenge the prophets of Baal, this is the gift of faith where he is exercising extraordinary faith. This is not just faith just for, for salvation. This is not just faith just as a godly character. This is an outward expression.
That means when you operate in a gift of faith, there, there are certain people, especially people that are gifted in, in ministries of healing um, and evangelism, they operate immensely in a, in a great measure of the gift of faith. And, and I've seen some people that have demonstrated great faith in their walk with Jesus Christ. Now, all of us are expected to have faith, but there are those that demonstrate great measures of faith. Uh, we, we, um, we are reminded of people that have, uh, have experienced uh, God work in supernatural ways. In Acts chapter 27, Paul said to those that were on the ship, and uh, remember Paul was a prisoner on, on, on route to Rome, and that was the mandate of God over his life. And yet God spoke to him in a vision that the ship will be caught in the midst of the storm and God is going to deliver them all. And when he was speaking to the, the captain of the ship and the, and the soldiers that were there, they, they discarded what he was saying because of him being a, a slave and because of him being a prisoner. And sometimes people disregard somebody because of their status and disregard them because of their situation. And, and here was a clear example that God used a prisoner in Paul because he's an, the anointing on your life doesn't change because of the, the job title that you hold, because of the status that the world has imposed on you. Your, your, your grace covering and your grace gifting is from the Lord. And I've seen humble people that, are, that were sometimes uneducated, some of them that, uh, that, that just did menial jobs, basic jobs in our society, it's people that we would ordinarily not taken cognizance of, that God will use them in great measures and they will operate with great faith. The Bible says when in Jesus dealing with the centurion, remember the centurion came to Jesus and he asked him, uh, he says, you know, he's seeking for him for prayer for his servant that is sick. And, and Jesus says, I will come to your house. And he says, I don't need you to come to my house. But if you would speak the word, I know that my servant will be, will be healed. And Jesus makes the statement, he says, no greater faith have I seen in all Israel. He spoke about great faith. That means there was there's a dimension of the gift of faith. The centurion knew Jesus didn't have to be in the physical proximity of, of, of the, the servant that is sick for healing to come. And I want you to know, you've been listening, you've been receiving the word of God. And much of what I'm speaking about the Holy Spirit, that the, the Holy Spirit can have a work in your life right where you are. All you have to do is have great faith. To access, access this gift, access this grace, access this dimension that God desires for you to walk into. So I pray that you would have great faith today and like the centurion and, and say, I don't need you to come to my house, but if you speak the word, I know my servant will be healed. If you would speak the word, if you would just take the word and receive it in your life, you would get great testimonies of what God is doing. Amen. So that's the gift of faith. I want to end up today with the gifts of healing. The gifts of healing is the supernatural intervention of God 
using through a human instrument to restore health to the body of somebody. The gifts of healing, the Bible speaks about the gifts of healings. That means there's a, it's plural. That means it suggests that all sicknesses, all diseases are covered under the blood of Jesus. Amen. That means that the gifts of healings involves miraculous events where even God, I believe that we are moving into a dimension where there was just not going to be physical healings of people in front of us, but we are trusting God that new tissues and new organs, that God is going to begin to reverse what, is, what we consider chronic illnesses, that we believe in God that he is able to do this, cancers to dry up. We are believing God that people that had heart conditions and, and, and diabetic conditions and high blood pressure, that God is going to begin to heal them supernaturally. We believe in the miraculous God. We believe that he heals. And by his stripes, the Bible says, everything that has a name has to bow to the name of Jesus. Even the virus, coronavirus, any other virus will bow to the name of Jesus. Illnesses that have already happened, illnesses that are yet to come, will begin to succumb to the name of Jesus. We declare that there is power in the word of God. There is power in the body of Christ. And God has said, he says, I've given you authority over all sicknesses, over all diseases. You shall trample upon the lion, upon the adder, upon the dragon. You shall trample it underfoot. That the Bible says we need to take authority over every sickness. And so today, in the name of Jesus, we speak healing. We speak life over you. We speak that you are covered by the blood of Jesus and by his stripes, you are healed. Amen. Right now, by his stripes, you are healed. Amen. This is how Paul began to speak about uh, healings and, uh, and de deliverance. We know through the ministry of Jesus Christ, there were several healings. And I want to, to deal with this and we'll continue with this tomorrow. But I want you to know Jesus spoke the word. Healings took place. Remember the man that was, that was seated at the pool of Bethesda and he was lame. And Jesus said to him, he, he said to him, uh, what would you have me to do? And, and, and the man is saying, I've been sitting here. For 30 odd years he's been sitting at the pool and he said there's no one to put him into the waters when the waters were, were stirred. And Jesus said to him, arise, take up your bed and walk. That means he spoke to him, he spoke into his situation. The man thought he was going to get help to get into the pool. But Jesus was saying to him, the one that speaks light is here. You do not need the stirring of the waters. God can speak a word. I, I want you to know that if the word is released over your life, if you in faith will grasp at that word, that word can mature and have root in your life and produce the healing, the breakthrough that you are trusting God for. And for so for everyone that is trusting God for the healing today, if you would just begin to believe God, if you would just exercise your faith, if you would just begin to say, God, I know you can do it. You've done it in the past and you will do it again because you are God of more than enough. 
So we pray today God's blessings upon you. Won't you join with me as we pray together? Father, you are a great and an awesome God, and there is nothing too difficult for you. We, we declare that you said you sent forth your word and you healed all of their sicknesses. You healed all of their diseases. And so today we speak over every son and daughter of yours. We declare that everything that has a name, everything that has a name will bow to the name of Jesus. We declare today that God, you are able to do exceeding abundant above all that we can think of or even ask or even imagine. Allow faith to arise in the hearts and the lives of people. Cause them to move beyond what they see, beyond the temporal, oh God. Let them draw from the Spirit of God. Let, the, let them understand that healing is the children's bread. That Jesus, you said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth, will be loosed in heaven. And so we release a spirit of healing. We release a spirit of breakthrough. We release a spirit of deliverance. We release the gift of faith. We release the gift of healings. We believe in you for signs, wonders, and miracles. Father, I pray for the person that is struggling with headaches right now. In the name of Jesus, let divine healing come over them in the name of Jesus. We speak divine healing in the name of Jesus. We give you the praise for you are able. You are able. So we bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. 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 Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining with us. Let's, we're going to continue with this tomorrow. See you. God bless.